0: Right now, today is the day that you choose to change the rest of your life. It is time to turn your setback into the greatest comeback story ever told. And nobody is more capable than you. This is the Ranting Weight Watcher podcast. The future number one weight loss podcast in the world. I am your host, Donato Russo. I hope you enjoy the show today. If this is your first time here and you enjoy the show, please subscribe and spread the word of the Ranting Weight Watcher podcast wherever you are and to whomever will listen. If you'd like to connect on social media or wherever else, check out my Linktree page, Linktree forward slash The Ranting Weight Watcher. Let's connect today. Hello everyone, welcome to episode 162 of the Ranting Weight Watcher podcast. If this is your first time here, welcome to the show. Please consider subscribing. If you enjoy the show and you have an app that allows you to rate the show, please consider leaving a four star or five star rating if that same app allows you to leave feedback about the show, please consider leaving feedback. What this does when you do these things is when someone else is looking for a podcast related to weight loss, my podcast will come up higher on the list because of your rating and your feedback about the show. Most of all, the best thing you can do to support this podcast is literally tell anybody you know that is in the same position we are in, in the same fight we are in, that you think would benefit from this message. Tell them about the Ranting Weight Watcher and help them on how to find the show. I want to talk about something before I go into Journey Updates here. I just want to congratulate everyone, whether you're doing it in Connect, or whether you're doing it on the Facebook groups, the Checklist Challenge has been truly amazing to watch you guys transform. We're in phase two. We are in the middle of week six of phase two. And I can't even just... It's so amazing to see the growth in you guys. Whoever's left, whoever's here, I don't even know how many I started with in this whole thing. I don't know how many I currently have. And I don't know how many I will end with. It doesn't matter. All I can say is, whoever is still here right now, you're doing fantastic. You're doing everything that was required of you so far. And in the blink of an eye, you are almost finished with phase two of this checklist challenge. You are almost finished, just two weeks left, and then we'll be in phase three. And I don't know if if my end of the deal here is going to end in phase three or phase four, but at some point, you guys are going to take off and fly. And you're going to take this structure that you've built over the weeks that we've been doing it, and you're going to apply it to literally anything you want to add to your journey. This is about learning how to create consistency in your life and learning that creating consistency causes a mindset growth you never, ever expected. And the transformations I see in all of you is truly, truly amazing. I cannot believe we are already almost finished with phase two. Phase three is going to get harder. Keep that in mind. That's the idea. That's how this works. The same way you go through every grade of school and every grade is harder than the previous grade. That's the way this checklist challenge works. But it's all based on the fundamentals of what will create success in what you're trying to do, become healthy. And then once you got all the basics, once you have all the fundamentals, you'll be able to take the structure Of the checklist challenge. And you'll be able to literally add anything you want. To your life based on this. Never mind in health. In anything. In anything. I can't believe how well you're all doing. I'm so proud of you all. You are all doing fantastic. Well, I got lots to talk about. Let's get into this. Journey updates. I am down this week. One pound lost. Pounds lost for the month of October is 4.4 pounds down. Total pounds lost since January 2019, 173 pounds. Pounds remaining to get to the 175 pound milestone, two pounds. Pounds. Pounds remaining to get to the 200-pound milestone. 27 pounds. I mean, talk about being on the doorstep. I am ounces away from that 175-pound charm. Ounces away. In phase four of my quest to lower carbohydrates in my life... I am in week three. Phase four dealt with working to bring carbohydrates down on Sundays. I am still not where I want to be carbohydrate wise on Sunday. I want to be between 200 and 250 grams of carbohydrates for the whole day. This week I went up from last week. I'm at 363 grams. I'm at 181 grams of protein, and I want to be like 240 grams of protein. And I'm at 130 grams of fat and I want to be at 90 grams of fat. For Monday through Friday, everything went as planned. The daily protein intake averaged at 241 grams per day. The daily carb intake averaged at 172 grams per day. And the daily fat intake Averaged at 69 grams per day. Well, that's a little low because we want to be at 90. So Monday through Friday, I want to raise the fat intake. Saturday, or Sunday, I want to lower the fat intake. Maybe it just all balances out. <laughs> Maybe the amount of fat taken in on Sunday will average up the low amount of fat taken in over the Monday through Friday work week. But whatever it is, we keep working at it because that's what's necessary. You know, I recently received a question. And basically, the question is saying, I often talk about getting to the next level. Or I talk about evolving. What does it mean? What are the levels? What does it mean to evolve? And I've, I've mentioned this so many times in episodes, and I never really explained what it means to me. So I decided to make this entire episode about explaining the process, explaining what happens as you start a healthy lifestyle. And when you are really, really in it, there are many different times where I have started a healthy lifestyle. But this is the one time I've been serious and been all in. And so, the most mindset growth has come from this experience. And my analytical mind has shown me a commonality between how the journey prompts you. It's time to evolve because the next level is going to get harder. So, I took some time to reflect on how this all worked in my journey. And I tried to put it into as understandable of terms as I possibly could. I talk about how it's like school. Every grade you went up in, the work got harder, right? It's very much like that. Evolving so you can achieve the next level is the same thing as doing the work in school and getting to the next grade. It's like taking incremental steps towards success. You know, they tell you often in these workshops, small doable goals that are achievable, right? And often people make, they make goals, right? But the way they make the goal doesn't necessarily make them accountable, right? There's no, the way the, the goal is worded, it doesn't put you in a position to succeed or fail, right? And the thing about success and failure is that they're, they're siblings, right? And you can't have one without the other. It's just as simple as that. If you spend your time in any regard, in regards to life, if you spend your time trying to avoid failure, you will never achieve success because you learn more from failure than you do from success. It's that simple. So we often decide, January 1st comes along and we often decide, "Oh, that's it. I'm going to lose some weight this year. That's this is the time. I swear it, I'm going to do it. I'm determined." We make these decisions. We make these declarations over our lives. But we do so, and then we follow that up with extreme decisions. As if the most extreme decision will make up for all of the years you've been doing things incorrectly, and it will get rid of it in a, it, just really, really quickly. For example... Oh, I love I love carbs so much, so I decided I'm going to go on a no-carb diet. I never exercise, ever. So I am officially starting to exercise seven days a week. I never, ever track my food. I think I'm going to try macros. All of these are extreme... Changes. They may not seem that way when I say them, but they are. And they, based on where you're at, based on how I worded them, they would be unachievable. It seems simple to say, I'm going to give up carbs because I love them so much. But is it sustainable? What are you setting yourself up for when you say these things? Could you just say, let me see how much carbs I take in now by tracking what I eat now and let's work incrementally to drop those carbs. Wouldn't that be a logical approach? We seek out time and time again. We chase unicorns. We chase pots of gold at the end of rainbows. We see someone else succeed in something we didn't even think of. Oh, look, 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 they have such success in keto. Let's go. Let's go join join keto. Because then we will have that success. Oh, Oh, look, that one's doing intermittent fasting. Let's go do intermittent fasting. Because then we will be that successful. And that's just not the case. Because no matter what you choose it comes with a fundamental list of behaviors that need to be followed in order to achieve success. And if you're not doing the fundamental behaviors where you are, what makes you think you're going to do them where you're going? We jump into fad diets thinking we are going to produce results. But all we really do is take our bad habits into the next one. That's it. So really, what does it take? What needs to grow or evolve to achieve success and become healthy? Your food choices need to grow and evolve. Your eating habits need to grow and evolve. And your exercise needs to grow and evolve. And this is where I would classify evolution level one. And I could call this the food substitution phase. When you enter this phase, you have three choices. Choice number one, make no changes. And you do everything possible to take your favorite foods from your old life into your new life and you will do anything possible to fit them in on a daily basis because you are unwilling to let go of anything. And now here's choice number two, the illusion of change. You make a few healthy choices. You eliminate some of the old choices from your old life You watch a bunch of videos on the internet about crazy things that people are, recipes people are making so that you can pretend you're eating stuff from your old life. For example, cauliflower pizza, cauliflower rice, veggie lasagna, Cottage cheese ice cream. We are going out of our way to create things that make us feel we are eating other things. The problem with this is we start off feeling like it it serves the need. There's only so long it will serve the need though. And at some point, cottage cheese ice cream just really isn't ice cream. Especially when you're standing in Baskin-Robbins. Especially when you're standing in Dairy Queen. And you're looking at a picture of a blizzard. Suddenly, cottage cheese ice cream is just not cutting it. Eventually, the illusion wears off and you go back to where you were. And then there's choice number three. Choice number three is exploring all new food items. Tasting literally everything that has to do with the plan you've chosen and seeing if you can create a library of food that you will be able to eat 97% of the week so that The other 3%, you can fit in the stuff from your old life. But not in a way that will basically take away from what you've accomplished with the 97%. You will explore everything having to do with, if you're on WW, you're looking at everything that's low points. Keto, no matter what. Whatever it is, whatever plan you're on, you're exploring every food item having to do with that plan. You're tasting every single one, and you're going to take your time with it. And you're going to really come up with a library of things because right now, the way you eat, what puts you in this position in the first place is the fact that you enjoy what you put in your mouth, right? So if you can enjoy what you put in your mouth in order to lose weight could you then logically say you will stick to the plan longer based on that? I would say yes. So, if choice number one insists you keep your old food in your new life, how long before you fail? If choice number two gives you the the illusion of eating food from your old life, How long does it take for you to go back to the food from your old life and then go back to your old life altogether? And choice number three, filling your world with great food that you enjoy all within a confined, controlled environment that allows for you to touch stuff from your old life a portion of the time. But even you touching those old items will not take away from what you've accomplished the rest of the week. Which one are you likely to stay on longer? Choice number one, choice number two, or choice number three? Are you seeing the trend here? Are you seeing how the first stage of evolution, how when people are jumping into a new life on January 1st. Twitter's Day is January 17th and it goes straight until Valentine's Day or whatever. And 80% of the people that started on January 1st are gone before March begins. What choice do you think they made? One, two, or three? The reason I could tell you all of these things exist with such certainty is because I've done all three of them. I've literally done all three of them. And it wasn't until this time around in 2019 when I began that I came up with the approach for number three. It took three times. And I'm not even talking about just in WW here. I'm talking about my entire life. I'm 45 years old. All of the weight loss programs I ever tried my entire life. That's what built what I'm talking about today. We're going to take a break. Don't go anywhere. We're going to take a break. Don't go anywhere. I now present to you the Ranting Weight Watcher Accountability Creed. If you choose this day to say this creed, you are accountable to me, the author. You are also accountable to all of those before you who have taken the creed, and all of those after you who will take the creed. But most of all, you are accountable to yourself. Now recite with me the accountability creed. Nothing can stand in my way because I choose to be unstoppable. My challenges crumble in my presence because I choose strength when I am weak. My insecurities have no power over my life because I choose confidence in the face of fear. I own every last one of my mistakes because I choose growth over mediocrity. The mirror and the scale are powerless because I move forward in spite of the result. Circumstances are not obstacles, because I see solutions instead of problems. The demons of my past can no longer torment me, because I choose to renew my mind daily. All things are possible as long as I believe, because if God is for me, who can be against me? This is the creed I declare each day, it is about what I do not what I say. I will learn the work that needs to be done. I will never stop, even when I've won. I will work consistently, no matter the cost. I refuse to believe that all hope is lost. I will work when I want to. I will work when I don't. I will work when they are cheering. I will work when they won't. I will work when it's easy. I will work when it's hard. The atonements that I've made, are made with no regard. I will work when it's cold. I will work when it's hot because choices have consequences, justified or not. When I think I know it all, I will start back at one because regardless of what I think, the work is never done. And from this moment forward, when times are tough, I choose to believe that I am enough. And we are back. Thanks for sticking with me. Now, the second part of evolution stage one, or level one, is exercise. And you have two choices with regard to exercise. You have the, if they can do it, I can do it approach. You go all in with no ideas. To do something in regards to physical activity based on what you see other people doing. You literally have no idea what you're doing. But you're looking at what other people are doing. And you're like, all right, I'll wing it. Or choice number two. A systematic approach. A planned, detailed approach. Based on your current physical limitations. With the sole intention. Being to execute a plan that you create that will create consistency for you to do something in such a way based on your current skill level and so that you can do it consistently with the intention that at some point you're going to build on what you've created. And it will all depend on you. It's you versus you. What your skill level is now? Oh, I can only walk 20 minutes now. Well, eight weeks from now, maybe you can walk 25 minutes. But the agreement is that you will walk 20 minutes for the first eight weeks. Do you see what I'm doing? Because you know you can do the 20 minutes. You're not going to the gym and getting on the Stairmaster just because you saw somebody else with a great body doing it. That's not what it's about. Which one of those two choices is more sustainable? Again, I'm telling you this based on my personal experience. I've created this whole scenario based on my personal experience. So now one common thread you're going you're gonna to experience in this episode is that every time I go into the next level, it's going to start with the same thing. And that thing is weight loss becomes stagnant. That's your sign. If you're doing everything regarding the work consistently, and then the weight loss becomes stagnant, it is a sign that you are getting to the next level. And it's time to evolve if you are not doing any of the work consistently, you will not know what to do when this happens because you will doubt everything about yourself, about your efforts because nothing of what you do is consistent. That is the importance of creating consistency in this journey because the confidence that will come from it will tell you that this the sign that my scale results are in stagnation tells me I'm ready for the next level. What do I do next? So we come to evolution level two. There are two choices once your weight becomes stagnant and you're ready to enter evolution stage two. One of these choices... May work for a time, but mostly will drive you crazy and send you back to evolution stage one, and then maybe even back to the beginning based on your frustration achieved. And the other one will get you to achieve additional success, additional confidence, additional consistency to make it so that you get to the next level. So here's choice number one. I call it the guesswork approach. You literally get to the point where the weight has stagnated and you start asking anybody you can, anybody within three feet of you, what they did when the, when the weight became stagnant. And you start guessing based on what a thousand opinions did. Because everybody that's hearing you is going to have an idea. And maybe they work for you. Maybe they don't work for you. Maybe they're not even really doing it anymore because it didn't even really work for them. But they're just saying it because they want to be part of the conversation. I'm not being an ass here. This is real. There are people, there are people that will recommend you do things that they no longer do because they couldn't even keep it consistent. They will recommend things to you that they heard other people talking about knowing they've never even tried it. And you will go out of your mind guessing your way through what will create additional success. And maybe you might create a little bit more and then maybe the weight gets stagnant again. Then maybe you go backwards. You start to gain weight and the frustration Goes so crazy, you end up back in evolution level one. Or you take the student approach. You finally decide to become a student of the craft you are attempting to create. You do this by reading books or articles about nutrition, physical fitness. Or about aspects of your journey that you're struggling with. All in the hope that you might read something that will cause you to ask questions. And if you do read something that will cause you to ask questions, the answers will be built in. It, will only, it won't be what is the answer. Because the, the reading is what caused The question. So the reading is the answer. And the question is, how will I implement this in my life? Which of these two choices do you think is sustainable and will get you to the next level? Choice number one, guesswork. Or choice number two, To become a student of the journey. Again. I'm telling you this based on experience. I've been trying to lose weight. My entire life. And. Since 2019. I'm finally succeeding in my life. It's not because. I didn't try all the other times. It's as simple as that. So let's say you choose number two, you become a student, you read something and you say, oh, I wonder what happens if I implement this in my life and you come up with a plan. How will I implement this? When will I implement this? How long will I implement this? And doing all of this eventually gets you to evolution level three. Maybe you're reading about food, taught you something about some of your choices you don't really like. And you could see something in that food that's turning you off now. And instead of choosing a food that will please your tongue, you want to choose something that will please your body. Something that will give your body what it needs so that your body can give you what you want ultimately. This is what's happening in level three. The sacrifices of the things that will please your tongue And I'm not talking about everything. Doesn't have to be everything. It's not all or nothing world. But if you learn in your reading that a certain food you consume on a daily basis causes things in the body that in the end are counterproductive to what you're trying to do, now the question is, well, what can I do instead? What can I choice can I make that will benefit my body and so my body can give me the results I want so much? So the knowledge you you pursue in level two will help you in level three. And you'll achieve additional success. And then the results will stagnate again. And now you, you notice... I'm telling you on purpose because every single one of these moments, so many people get to the first stagnation from level one to level two and they become so frustrated they end up quitting. I would say the overwhelming majority do that. Come to that first level where things start to stagnate if they even make it that far. If you're not one of the people that made such extreme changes in your life, you actually made some sustainable changes. Now you are here into March. So you're not just one of the January, New Year, new me people. You made it to March. And maybe you're hitting your first tough go. The results are not coming as easy as they used to. So many of the people that make it there will end up quitting in this time period because of the frustration achieved. Instead of recognizing it for what it is, you're about to enter level two, but you need to make some changes to get there. Every level has its sacrifice. And it all depends on what you want more. Are you willing to make the sacrifice to achieve the level? It's that simple. So evolution level four begins with stagnated weight results. And really what level four is, is wash, rinse, repeat here. There is nothing after level four. It is the perfecting of two, three, and four. There will always be moments where your weight becomes stagnant. And in those moments, it's important that you have to be mindful enough to say, it's time for me to get in the books. It's time for me to read something that I don't already know. It's time for me to listen to some podcasts that I don't already listen to. It's time to me to look on YouTube and watch some videos about nutrition. All in the hope that you'll learn something you don't currently know. And you'll be able to repeat level two, three, and get back to four again. And you'll be dancing between two, three, and four, two, three, and four, two, three, and four. Reading Learning, implementing, going back to Rini, learning, implementing over and over and over until the desired level of health is achieved over and over and over. Once you become so successful that you are in this part, you are on your way to becoming the 2% your mindset, you will have completely transformed as a human being because achieving the level of discipline necessary to chase health changes you in so many ways because it's the one thing you can't buy. You can't buy health. No matter how much the world tells you, You cannot buy health. There's no pills. There's no shots. There's nothing that will achieve the level of success you're looking for. The level of health you are attempting to achieve is only based on you earning it. That's it. Nobody can do it for you. A healthy body is the only thing in this world you cannot buy. You can do things and have the illusion of health, but they will never actually be health. At some point, you learn that longevity, true optimal health, creates this idea that you will never actually leave level two, three, and four. You will always be somewhere within those three levels. You will always be either in the reading phase, the learning phase, the implementation phase. You will always be trying new things. The world does not end with the program you started with. It does not end with WW. you don't think I'm right, go to the library and ask them where the nutrition section is. However many books you see there is proof that whatever program you're in is not the end-all, be-all. It is a good start. But if you want to achieve true longevity, the pursuit of knowledge is more important than what you will actually implement. Because if you never pursue the knowledge, what will you implement? You will spend your life spinning your wheels in the hope to create something. In the end, I've said it a thousand times, the only thing separating you from what you want most is you. I don't know what you're thinking right now. Maybe you're thinking, it can't be that simple. It can't be what he said it is. It's just not that way for me. It's just not that way for everybody else. Just because it was this way for him doesn't mean it was this way for anybody else. Maybe you're a little aggravated right now. Maybe you're looking at your life and you're realizing you've been stuck in level one for the entirety that you call a journey. What you do from this point on after making this realization is the key. Because you can get angry and pissed off and sad and depressed and all that other nonsense like you always have done And you could turn to the refrigerator or you can go to the drive-thru or wherever else you go. You could turn to the idol that you've created that you say gives you comfort when you are sad, depressed, angry, plug in the emotion. Or you could finally do whatever it takes to change your life. Because if you're thinking that you can live a life that's different from your past life without actually making any changes, that's the delusion. That's the silly idea. That is the fantasy. Nothing changes if you don't change. Nothing changes if I don't change. If we want true change, if we want true health, We have to do what it takes to achieve it. And maybe what's the work for me is not the work for you. It doesn't matter really in the long run because in the end, it's this simple. Be a little bit better today than you were yesterday. That simple. And you wanna do that every day for the next five years if you are a little bit better today than you were yesterday every day for the next five years in five years from now you won't even recognize yourself you'll have one of those moments in the mirror that I talked about last week where you don't recognize the reflection you see imagine that imagine the person you see today being someone you don't recognize in five years All you need to do is be better today than you were yesterday. I love each and every one of you. God bless you all.